Sochim Davenun Hey, today's email comes from Warren Carlos from RBS. I feel compelled to write you an email. Firstly, to thank you for the incredible share. The more I'm involved, the more I get out of it. It's a gift which keeps on giving, strengthening me every day, which I suppose is the whole point of Livanat Torah. My bracha to you is that Hashem continues giving you strength, health, and enthusiasm to continue giving the incredible share till 120. And he goes on. Warren, aka God Carlos. Thank you, Warren. In our mission, we learned that Rabbi Shimon holds on Tisha B'Av, everyone should act like a Talmud Chacham, refrain from doing Malacha, don't go to work, concentrate on Churban Abayis. Rabbi Shimon is not concerned that people are going to say, oh, look at this Balgaiva, he thinks he's a Talmud Chacham. On the other hand, Rabban say, you shouldn't refrain. People are going to say, you're Balgaiva. When it comes to Kriya Shema for a Chassan, the Chassan should not recite the Kriya Shema because he's too busy thinking about Mitzvah, and he won't concentrate on the Kriya Shema. If a person chooses to say Kriya Shema, Rabbi says, don't do so. Chacham say you could say Kriya It seems like it's the reverse. Rabbi Yadin says, in fact, the Shittas are mixed up. Let's switch it around a little bit. Rabbi Shesha says, no, we can make a distinction. According to Chachamim, we're concerned about what everybody else is doing. So if everybody's going to work and you stay home, people are going to say, look at this Balgaiva, he thinks he's a Talmud Chacham. So go to work. However, when it comes to Kriya everybody in Shul is saying Kriya besides the Chassan. So he could say, like everybody else, nobody's going to see a difference. Or we could say in Rabbi Shem when it comes to Kriya Shema, it's dependent on Kavana. And we know that a Chassan cannot have Kavana, he's too busy. When a Chassan says to himself, I could have Kavana, that is Gaiva, and therefore you should refrain from doing so. Says the Mishnah, according to Rabbi Yehuda, there's a difference between Yehuda and Galo. Yehuda's on the bottom of every Israel, Galo's on top. In Yehuda, they did Malacha on Erev Pesach and Tuchatzais. In Galo, they did not. During the day, it's also, according to mayor, it's all dependent on the Minagamakam. If a person is weeding out the weeds in his field and by mistake he grabs a piece of wheat, so he has a piece of wheat in his hand. If it's the 13th of Nisan, a day before every Pesach, he could put it into the ground, provided that the ground is moist, it's muddy. It'll take root. It takes about three days to take root. And by the time the Oimer comes around, the Oimer will allow you to eat that crop. If it takes more than three days, you can't put it in because the Oimer won't allow you to eat that crop because it took root after the Oimer. You're going to have to wait a whole year and you might come to eat it by mistake. The question is, why doesn't Rebu to say that he could plant it on the 14th? The 14th, you still have three days, 14, 15, 16. So Ravina says that we're talking about in Yehuda. You could say we're talking about in Gol, one tarot says that it's Osir over there. At night, you can't do it because people don't typically weed weeds out at night. Okay, but Ravina says we're talking about in Yehuda. If you want to use three days, the 14th, 15th, and 16th, what happens is you're using part of the 14th because you didn't plant it exactly in the beginning of the 14th. So you have to come on to the concept of Nixus Hayyam Kikula. The 16th, you bring the Oimer before Chatzais, so you don't have a full day on the 16th as well. So you have two days, they have to use the kinds of mixed same kukulai. That's not something we do when it comes to a physical thing of taking root. Taking root takes three days. So to use two halachas that tell us that partial days is a full day, that we don't do. The 14th, as we mentioned before, the 14th, lel arba'as, or according to Bisham, is also do malachas, according to Bisil, it's mutter to do all the way until Nitzachama. The Mishnah tells us, according to a mayor, if a person started a project before the 14th, he's permitted to complete the project on the 14th. And the Gemara explains, according to the Braisa, that even in a place that the Minig was to do Malacha, Erev Pesach, you're only permitted to do such Malacha that you're finishing it off. 
the project started earlier, and provided that it's for Yontif. But if you don't have those two conditions, you started on Erev, or you don't need it for Yontif, you cannot do the Melacha. Chachamim say, any Melacha that you could do during Chalamoy, for whatever reason, then the professional could do that same Melacha, Erev Yontif, until Chatzai. So for instance, since an individual could sew his clothing on Chalamoyed, so a professional tailor could work all the way to Chatzai. Since a person who comes from out of the country could get a haircut or get his laundry done if he comes out of jail, so too a professional barber and a launderer can do so all the way until Chatzai. What about making a pair of shoes, Erev Yantif? Rabbi says since a shoemaker could make a repair in the shoes on Chalamoyed, for those who come early regal, so a professional can make a pair of shoes Erev Yantav to Chatzais. Rabbanan say, there's no connection. A repair is one thing. Yes, you can make a repair Erev Yantav, but you cannot make a fresh new pair of shoes. The Mishnah says, we could take a chicken and have her sit on the eggs to brew them. And if that's Erev Yantav, if she got up and ran away, you could put her right back on the eggs on Chalamay. It says, Rabbanan provided these two conditions. First of all, she sat on the eggs for three days. Now the egg is worthless unless you bring her back. Nobody's going to eat such an egg. The other thing is, she didn't run away for more than three days. Because once she runs away for three days, she's not going to remain on those eggs. Reb Ami says that even if she didn't sit on the eggs for three days, you could bring her back to the eggs because he's concerned for a minor loss. If the chicken sitting on the eggs died, you can, bring another, you can replace it with another chicken. In the barn, there's a lot of waste. And that waste is mukta. But you're permitted to take the waste, carry it, lift it up, bring it outside, Bring it to the pile, Erev Yantif. On Chalamayid, you're only allowed to move it to the side. Rava says, if there's so much waste, it's impossible to maneuver within the barn, you're allowed to move, remove the waste completely on Chalamayid as well. Says the Mishnah finally, in the last halacha for today, you're permitted to go to the craftsman to pick up your jugs and different kalim, but there's a Mishnah in Mayid Katan that says that you're not allowed to do so on Chalamayid. You're only allowed to do so on the 14th, on Erev Pesach, on Chalamayid, it's Turchi Seir, it's too much work. Have a wonderful day.